I, of course, am your host, Erin Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality. Today, I have a super awesome, funny guest. Um, she is a comedian and all-around great gal. <laughs> Please welcome to the mic, Roche Abdullah, everybody. Hi, Roche. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you great gal, you. I know I told you to say that, but it felt really good when you said it anyways. I was like, I me? <laughs> Great gal? Well, she says so. Oh, shucks. <laughs> How are you doing on this fine day? I'm good. It's been a good morning. Got to go outside, so I feel charged. <laughs> yeah, feel a little accomplished. When you go out and do something, it's like, yes, now I can just sit in my home the rest of the day. It's fine. It's What I spent all my time doing is wondering how I can be how I can every day I wake up and I'm like what am I supposed to do like what is the thing that makes me feel like okay this is why I'm here and just having a goal and going like errands it's so weird errands make me so happy I'm just like I did it I I had to wake up today and get out of bed so I could do this thing and I did it that's the purpose for today yeah I I totally agree I feel I, I don't like when I have a whole day where there's nothing unless I've had like, say, three solid days packed of like getting stuff yes. done. That's only when I like I'm like, oh, yeah, a day off. But like yeah. if I get a day off when like I haven't done shit and I just like I don't like I don't I don't, it doesn't feel good. Right. So you got to plan some shit for yourself. I'm the exact same thing, but everyone I talk to says the same thing. And so I'm wondering if it's just. Hmm. The, our, the system, like we've been conditioned, like that's how we all feel. It's because capitalism. Yeah. That's how we work in capital. Exactly. <laughs> it's shitty, shitty capitalism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do we do to that? Yeah, what's the joy that we find in this capitalistic world? And it's for me, errands, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Getting lift, stoned lift and to work. doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting stoned and doing your laundry. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Putting my headphones in, getting stoned, and then going mailing something. Just, I'm just, it's a good day. That's <laughs> how so, so bad it's gotten. It's, or it's good, extra special if you have to go to shoppers to have it weighed first, you know, then it feels even more like an errand. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I don't even mind when I go there and they're like, this is pure later. I'm like, that's fine. Yep. It's cool. <laughs> on a bad day, I might be like, okay, kill me. <laughs> but on a good day, when it's sunny and I've got my music and my weed, I'm like, that's okay. I needed this. Thank you. I needed the walk. Did we good? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I found meaning in this this errand. Thank yeah. you. Um, when you first said errand, I thought you were saying my name. You're like, I oh, love errands. I, I'm like, you do. Yeah. I love you. And then I was like, oh, good thing I didn't say that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> you, you did. Well, you just. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I didn't tell you this really embarrassing thing. Sit down. Here, here it is. Yeah. I do need to work on my enunciation, which is I've just gotten into voice over stuff, too. And I had my first job. And anytime yes. they were like, OK, so like we're just going to do this line because of enunciation. I was just like, stupid, stupid. Rush. Like you have one job. It's work on it. Do. Um, and you also podcast? Yes, you yes. do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You do. Say it. <laughs> you do. I was telling Aaron that I have imposter syndrome from labels or like not even imposter syndrome. I just, it's just weird because there's, when you say like comedian, you're essentially being like, I'm funny. I declare that I'm hilarious. Yeah. So I just have a weird thing. Like someone else has to say it for me. Um, so when someone's like, what, what do you call yourself? I'm like, don't ask, don't ask me. I don't want to say, I'm just trying to be humble here. What would you say? For myself? No, like for me, like, what would you call me? Hmm? I said, I was like, should I say comedian and podcaster? That's what I pitched as your intro. And you were like, no. (laughs) You're like comedian, maybe podcaster. And then, yeah, it's weird. It's like, do you do comedy? Yes. Do you podcast? Yes. Yes. Would you call yourself a comedian? No. No. God, no. (laughs) 
Ew, disgusting. How I dare would never, you? never. Please don't think of me that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is your podcast called for all the people? Uh, I have two right now. I've got uh, Boys, Boys, Boys. Um, that's a podcast, uh, improv pro- podcast with my best friend. We interview guests and they share stories about uh, bad boys. Um, and the disclaimer is that we know that everyone's a human being. We're all complex and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes people do bad things and it's funny. Um, and we like to listen when that happens and then we'll pretend to be the, the bad boy and do improv and see where they're at. And then the other one is uh, I host Bad Dog uh five things podcast where we'd get also funny and sexy people on and we ask them five things are they sexy yeah and actually when you asked me right before we started recording this if i had any questions for you i do i was gonna ask you if you wanted to be on five things and now now i'm doing it live (laughs) a live reaction folks put that pressure on baby she's on the mic I she would has love to. to say yes. Yay. <laughs> We've got our season closer. Oh, baby. Um, okay, so what have, what have I just gotten myself into? What is Five Things about? Five Things. We uh, ask five. We get, I guess ask any five questions I want. I think like uh, when they asked me to host it, it was, it kind of is like a, supposed to be about comedy and maybe creativity, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going to do, I'm going to ask what I want to ask. So it could be literally, I could ruin your life. I can ask you anything I want. <laughs> and we have to answer. You have to. Are the consequences if we, like, don't? Yeah, this episode I'm putting you on trial. <laughs> and making you swear over a book so that you have to be honest. Nice. <laughs> what are some fun things that have come out on the podcast? Is there anybody that's, like, is there any deep dishing, deep diving that's happened? I love, I really love hosting uh, interview podcasts because I just like asking questions. I just love finding out about people's lives and what makes them, like people just have all different experiences and stuff and stories. I think it's so cool. So um, something, oh, you know what, actually, I feel like I'm going through, I like am just experiencing something and so a guest who came on who, it was like, I was like, oh, I think I feel like I should get my meds figured out and then. Because uh, I'd just been taking these meds for so long and kind of like wasn't questioning it because it wasn't really helping, but it wasn't making things worse, which I've had in the past. So I think I was very like hesitant about any changes and just being like, this is fine. This is fine. And then I guess um, we had talked about this before, but they had mentioned on the pod, too, that they just like started me- these new these new medications and they feel like they have like a whole new brain that they're just like, oh, this is kind of like what it's supposed to be. So they are functioning in a diff- completely different way. Like it's like second life. And I thought that was so, so interesting. And then um, a friend gave me an Adderall. <laughs> I was like, this is great. <laughs> this Level is what up. It's yeah, I was like, I should figure out my stuff, which sounds very like college kid. Like, I've got an exam due. I got to like, I need to cram. But uh, no, it just calmed me down. I don't know. This is really nice. Fabulous. <laughs> But I'm sure everyone says that the moment they have like any like what every person has just had like an ambient is like oh, I think I like this I think uh, more this of this is in my, my life, life now yeah every day yeah <laughs> well, I don't know who knows but that stuck out to me cool yeah I definitely have those moments when I'm hosting as well where like uh, you know somebody says something super impactful and I'm like whoa it either like is super enlightening or because like I I never will say that I'm an expert at anything um maybe maybe similar to how you're like no please don't call me a podcaster please don't call me a comedian maybe in that same way like anyone that wants to introduce me as like a sexpert or something I'm like oh that (laughs) because honestly every podcast I'm like one of my main intentions is just to like learn about new stuff like it's never me being like this is exactly how everything is and I you know what I mean like it's more of me being like tell me how you do the thing because that's super interesting to me and I'm like also it can be enlightening because I'm like oh my god I should try that or like oh my god I've never thought about it that way so I can definitely like those aha moments I can I can uh I feel that too. For sure. And I, well, one, I like that you went, um, not just because of the word sexpert, but the idea of it. Uh, I think that, yes, but they, I don't know if they have to be mutually exclusive because like you are an expert in the sex industry and, but also you can relish in the fact that you're 
always learning and like I teach improv as well but something I love is that when a student says something and I'm like true 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 because it reminds me that like I like I never know everything and that there's always something to learn and I'm, I could always be wrong I don't know that's such a yeah. I think I'm very I I've a lot of my life I've been working on being so black or white or sometimes I forget something and just it's nice when it's like right 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 you can be wrong like you need to doubt doubt yourself I feel like last year I had this very big um a f- maybe a few moments where I was so sure of things I was mm-hmm. so confident or maybe it wasn't that I was confident that was going to happen or something but I was I didn't expect the what like when it didn't happen or something and it really made me take a look inside and uh because so, I was just always like really trusted my gut and had the, when I was like so felt like I was so so sure of things I um I, it's, it's just so strong that to, for that to get broken really I guess it's like faith or hope or something like that you kind of just made yeah. me question a lot of things weird yeah. time I know that sounds like a, a very like a, like a what like you had that for the first time recently like you're 30 but <laughs> I, I guess I've had that before but in a certain context that uh, ch- change things for me. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I think that's super important. I think that's part of, for sure, part of like, uh, the beginning of a journey of like, um, when you realize, you know, nothing, you know, like, isn't, isn't yes. there some sort of religious journey might be Buddhism perhaps that is like, um, the you know something it's definitely not this but like something like the smartest you can be is like realizing that yeah you actually the, know the nothing, you know? wise man uh, yeah something like that no, yeah exactly <laughs> i read this you quote be. i don't think it was yeah that, <laughs> a true wise man knows that he knows nothing he's an idiot yes that 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 yeah i i read a quote too um but i think it was like some general from the military boo but i uh I read a, when I was in high school, this quote was like, I, I'll, I would never die for what I believe in because I may be wrong. Mm. And I don't know if I, I like, it's not like, I believe human rights are rights. Like there's some things I'm like, I would die for that. But uh, it just, it gives me, it made me, yeah, just a perspective of like, yeah, you could be wrong. Like I just, I never want to forget that fact. Yeah. 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 For me, I'm like, I, I think what we're kind of getting at is like, you can, even if you're a professional in your field you can still be learning every day like because a lot of these like creative kind of fields that we're in like um it's not like math it's not like science even though i'm sure you can continue learning too but it's not like these definite things that you need to learn it's like more about the human experience right so it's like how can you learn everything there is to know about love about dating about relationships about sex about kink about you know what I mean like about Mm -hmm. art about comedy about like you know we're not in fields that are strictly defined like that so it's like even though we're professionals we have a lot of experience and you know we have a lot of um you know like tools to be able to teach people a lot of different things and all this stuff it's like um even still we don't we definitely don't know everything because no one can ever know everything and i'm not gonna go go ahead and just be like i'm one of those people you know and even with science and stuff it's like that they they're learning what sometimes doesn't happen than what happens so something is true until another theory comes in and disproves that one and it's not necessarily that that wasn't true it's just like now this thing is also true so it changes things I don't know I don't know I'm not high anymore folks I'm <laughs> stone cold sober that's why I cannot express myself because I'm just sit here sitting eating a chocolate cheesecake talking oh about life Are yeah you... you can't see I'm so I was glad there was no video because I was like because <laughs> you're just and it's a whole one too cake. it's not oh it takes up the whole plate. This is very uncouth. Wow. Now I wish it was on video. <laughs> I want to see you eating chocolate, just an entire chocolate cake while we chat. Um, speaking of that, have you ever sat on a cake? Uh, I, you know what? Actually, I was going to be like, no. It sounds like you did. But I did. Yes. wait, 
You did? Okay. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I, I remember it was uh, Valentine's and there was a party in the classroom and I was probably like in grade three or four or something like that. And I must have sat in chocolate because I remember someone was like, I don't know if I found it or someone pointed to it, but like I got chocolate on my leggings. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I'm not 100% sure, like even 99% sure it was chocolate. But I was like, I think I would know if I shat myself. I, I just, I just think I would know. Um, so I'm going to assume it's chocolate. And I remember having to call my, cause I was so nervous that people would see and make fun of me that I had to call my parents to bring me extra clothes, which they did, which was nice. And I'm very surprised that they did. That oh, they wow. left work to that do that. That was very kind of them. Oh my God. Left work too. Yeah. Well, like they, they own their own business. So they were, I guess they could, but I guess that's even a bigger deal. Cause you had to shut down the whole yeah. um, store. I want to text yeah why did she do that (laughs) it's whatever how i'm like my like my parents were so cruel when i was young but that's probably the kindest thing that they could that was really nice that was very kind because like kids are shitty you know um like oh my god so shitty they're gonna say people are like anyone ever call you cockroach and it's like that's uh yes up until i was 13 (laughs) like what of course of course i was have you ever met a six-year-old yeah terrible um, my one time I shot, sh- I, I shot, oh my God. Um, I shot, <laughs> I shot a kid. <laughs> I, sh- <laughs> I was thinking shot and I was thinking sit. Um, I sat on a cake for a photo shoot. Um, and the, I went and bought the cake. I was the person that had to go and buy the cake and everything. Cause I was the one. <laughs> so like, I went and got this, like just a vanilla, you know, kind of cheap ish cake and it had rainbow sprinkles on it. Right. So my yeah, tip, classic confetti. Yeah. Confetti cake. Exactly. Right. And I'm like, Oh, this will look cool. Cause it'll be like, I don't know, colorful and stuff. Right. And, um, here's the thing though, with colorful sprinkles where it's all different colors, when the colors kind of mash together and kind of swirl around, like what color do you think that turns into? Brown, baby. <laughs> I know. I painted before, mixed all the colors to make a rainbow, learned that's not how it works. <laughs> so that's shit colors. <laughs> So, like, we could only use the photos that were taken, like, at the very beginning of the cake set. You know what I mean? Because it just looked terrible. <laughs> Did it melt, like, altogether? I mean, yeah. It just, the colors just all bled into each other. And it was just, like, this gray. It was so fucking gross. It was so gross. <laughs> I feel like that, if that's happened to that cake, that surely that bakery or that shop would have gotten calls and come, like, that That should have been fixed. That's, that could be easily resolved. A cake, because that cake, if, was it, that's just room temperature, I'm assuming, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like you went into a sauna. So that's no. a nat, that's going to happen with every single confetti cake that they make. Mm. How are they not solve that problem yeah regardless if people are sitting on it or not you know it's gonna oh right because you were yes 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 yes, yes, yes. That's, uh that's oh, the main part of this yes yeah. yes i thought the heat just <laughs> melted it but it was no it was me ass. sitting on it <laughs> <laughs> maybe i just oh, missed was this for, is this a cake farts thing no, this was like, actually, this was just promo for Bedpost. This was like for a poster. Um, this might give you an idea if you know this uh, gentleman. It was Paul Ayoshi's idea. <laughs> <laughs> this might help. That explains it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like being like, oh, why is this movie so cute? And it's like, oh, Wes Anderson directed it. It's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, I get it. Oh, I feel good. I feel good. I understand now. Uh, yeah yeah because I was like oh this would be fun because like I could use it for anything celebration that happens you know what I mean like a anniversary show yeah you thought it could be on the the poster yeah 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 yeah. anyways oh wow I bet it was started out as vanilla oh my gosh Uh, yeah it was interesting it was a (laughs) it also felt not great (laughs) yeah that's a man. But why put it in the po- that's only fans. That's TikTok. Make money. Make money. At the time, I was not officially doing any sort of sex work. But if I was, mm-hmm. oh, that would have been, you know how you like, well, I, I, you probably don't. But 
<laughs> for me, I'm like, everything I do, I'm like, could this somehow also be sold? Could I somehow also oh, yeah. sell this? Can I monetize this? Yes, yeah, somehow. 100%. Like, literally. That's the first thought that goes into my head for anything, ever. Everything. Every, yeah. every time Can someone's I like, also you're... video it and then sell it. Yeah. Anything. My, I have a weird skill where I'm, I can, I don't need a leveler or like I can just, I know if I need to hang something, I'm like here and then it's perfect. It's like just perfectly aligned. Eyeball. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And then I've done that because I've uh, moved in twice and had someone help me both times and hung all the stuff up on the walls. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's what it is every time. And we've, then we measured it after I've done it with my own eyeballs that's and perfect. I'm right. It's perfect. So I'm just like, there's still a way I can make money from this. Yeah, I've got to figure out <laughs> how so this many could dads be a product. Are, yeah, are just like, whoa, oh my, no leveler, that's wild. <laughs> or a YouTube video, some sort of viral TikTok, you know, how exactly. can I make this into something? <laughs> exactly. Home hardware porn. What a terrible life we're living in, you know? <laughs> capitalism baby again yeah i I need to go and pick some groceries up i'm feeling anxious (laughs) basically um does food and sex ever like come together for you what's the first thing you think of when i'm like food and sex roche go uh, I think about uh, how I use food to, as a coping strategy to feel good. <laughs> so, like, it has a sexual element to it, but not... Um, In the traditional sense. <laughs> yeah. It's more like, I can't have sex while the food will, like, suffice. This is, this is just as good. There, there. Uh, there, there. Um, have I used... Fill that hole. Yeah. <laughs> It's also in any way, it's like punishment or reward. Like I just use like anytime I just am like I treat myself. It's it's, it's everything. It's a, an entire chocolate cheesecake because I <laughs> was like, I, I went out today. Okay. Yep. Um, full cheesecake. <laughs> I'm sure I used, yeah, an entire full, uh, but it is a uh, dairy free. So I did think, I did think ahead Ooh. for myself. I did was like, Roche, if you're going to eat a whole cheesecake, don't shit your pants after. <laughs> Time. We're really staying on theme, aren't we? Yeah, great. I'm always going to circle back. We're to coming around pants. and around. It was great. And when I was 27, I shit my pants. <laughs> I did one time last year. I went on a um, a trip, and like the first day I met, the, it was it was like a 15 person kind of camping trip. Okay. And so I just was being me, and uh, was telling the story to everyone about how I accidentally shit on the floor <laughs> once, and ended up like hooking up with someone who was on this trip and but I was like you heard that story like that was the first thing that came out of my mouth what what on god's green earth made you want to touch me but uh, after you did that were you like let me get my camera out maybe I can after I shat on the floor <laughs> yeah you're like how can I monetize this so. yeah how can I make money from this <laughs> Oh, let me tell you, there's there's a way. Um, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh dear, we must we must move on. <laughs> Someone like knocks on the bathroom door. I'm like, there's a business meeting in progress. Please wait. I need to get that shot. <laughs> need better light. Yeah, washrooms don't have good lighting. I could tell no, you that. No, because they don't have windows. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just a box. Yeah, it's a yellow box. Yeah. <laughs> Bad for selfies, good for hotboxing. There you go. <laughs> there you have it. Do you ever mix, because you brought up getting high a couple times at this point, do you ever mix intoxication with sex? I like that you were so... You said it, you said it, so I, I, it's okay if I... Yeah. <laughs> Shirking responsibility over here. You said it right, so I don't care. Uh, yeah, oh, 100%. Another coping mechanism. <laughs> Yeah, there was a point uh, where I've been in relationships where I wasn't very uh, maybe into it or something, and I was definitely uh, always smoking weed before sex. And I remember a partner. I remember a partner had said one time, like, "I don't like like he because he wasn't really into weed smoking, and so he was mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't like when we're on different levels or something." Mm-hmm. And so then the then I just started getting high and not telling him. And so uh-huh. one time I took an edible and was greening out while he was going down on me. Oh, <laughs> it's just no, like greening not, out. Yeah. Rough. 
Yeah, yeah. It was I, I, I stopped him, and it was sucked too because that I had to like admit, right? It wasn't because he was obviously oh. concerned, and I was like, no, no, I just got too high and want to vom while you're going down on me. I hope this doesn't <laughs> cement something in my brain where I'm like, Ew, I don't like oral anymore. But fine, fine now. Yeah, you never, you just never know because like food aversion is because with, um. Like everything has for humans, we have to be conditioned, but the only exceptions are like food or drink aversion where you can like vom or get sick from something once and then never want that food or, or drink yeah. again. So I ha- you have to be careful when you mix, when you mix that, when that happens in certain, when you're doing stuff, right? Yes. That's, that's a super interesting thing for sure. Because like, definitely that's like a, uh, it feels like very animalistic kind of feral instincts of like, I ate this thing, I threw up, so it's a survival instinct to not want to eat that food. You know what I mean? Because I will right. die or like, you know, I will whatever, get poisoned perhaps. Like, so. Which I read or watched something where it was kind of talking about how that some uh, fetishes, like that's how they also get, I guess, like happen, kind of like that crossover in the brain of like, let's like uh, with shame and and arousal if you like get caught while you're jerking off and then but you like the both kind of mix and then it's this thing of like now if there's this little bit of like you've associated that arousal with maybe getting caught or the fear like something and then and then you are true that's the trigger that's what I I don't know if it's true that's just yeah no one of the things that I was because I'm so curious how things start yeah same I always kind of try to trace back I, I know that some things just totally come out of nowhere, but there are some things that like, yeah, you can kind of trace to an ignition point, you know what I mean, in your life, which is kind of interesting. Like something you saw on TV, like literally anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, like anything where you're kind of crossing your arousal with whatever else is happening, <laughs> whatever else happens to be happening. Yeah. yeah you gotta yeah. be careful with food. You gotta be careful with food. Do you have any food aversions? Food aversions. Um... I and you're like I can't have that. I think of this or like I I got so sick of that from that one time. Mm, you know what? <laughs> Talking about weed stuff, actually, I I really 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 am over careful with edibles specifically because one time I had yeah. the fucking worst time um, after taking an edible that my friend gave me. So like, I'll do edibles still, but like they have to right. be like, I'm, I'm talking half a gummy, like a half a small gummy. I will, you know, if it's something I haven't taken before, then like, I've got to take like a small pea sized about because I'm fucking scared of edibles, you know, still. And that maybe happened like, Oh my God, seven years ago at this point, everyone's worst time was on edibles like every time everyone's like i thought i was gonna die i had i like i had the worst absolute experience it was edibles and it's like the distribution is hard to get right because it's just butter or whatever mm-hmm. liquid it what is in this entire thing but it's you you'll have a piece that has a ton and a piece that ha- like every time you have it it's either i feel nothing or like yeah i thought i was gonna die did you, yeah. no one see that monster so totally everyone i feel like everyone has an edible aversion Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA, and they have sexy themed events running all the time. Here's just a few as I'm scrolling through their Instagram, which is located at Club M4 Events. We have threesome Fridays, we have a sexy plus size play party, a night revolving around mini skirts. Ooh, and a Buy Pleasure Wednesday night dedicated to all things oral. Well, if that doesn't get you excited enough, you can head on over to their website at clubm4.com to investigate even further. The club is located at 1989A Dundas Street East in Mississauga. 
you can come by and see what a club made for swingers by swingers is all about. Um, I'm I'm just now seeing <laughs> seeing the picture you said of your cake. <laughs> You're not fucking Being around. Since, yeah, no. You're not fucking around with this chocolate cheesecake. It's a whole cake. It's a whole ass cake. And it's gonna get it's gonna have to get eaten in the day because I threw it the box. I can't. Oh, can't Congratulations. Can you also take a picture at the end of the podcast so I can specifically yeah, how know how gone. much you ate while we were recording? Thank you. Well, I feel bad. Can you hear me chewing? I feel bad. I love eating. it. Some people love that. All right. <laughs> oh, how can I make money? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. You should only give out, you have to give out a code like people have to buy to hear this episode. Yep. It's they behind a paywall. The co- yes, exactly. Yep, 100%. <laughs> This is on the Patreon right now. What's happening? <laughs> and if you pay extra, I'll say your name while I eat. <laughs> exactly. That's mm, a custom Brad, request. Yum. Yeah. Mm, Brad. <laughs> Brad. Brad. <laughs> I, mm, I Brad hope there's McTavern. a Brad listening. This one's for you. <laughs> oh, man. You are funny. You are a comedian, oh, Roche. Thank you. You are a comedian. <laughs> Signed, sealed, delivered by Aaron. <laughs> Uh, I gotta change. I gotta change my driver's license. <laughs> Brackets, comedian. Comedian. Actual comedian. <laughs> um, okay. I have something to put in the occupation section of my bank. There you go. <laughs> From um, NA to comedian. <laughs> TBA to comedian. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, okay, Roche, if you had to describe to me, like, what kind of a person you are when it comes to sex, what would you say? Oh, that's so, that's so difficult because, damn, because that's something I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to work on my relationship with sex as another coping strategy. No, that's a good thing. I had a very interesting time in my life um, where I'm being aware of all the things I need to work on, but the things that I, that I need to work on are also my self, like my self-destructive habits are also my coping mechanisms. Mm. So sex is very interesting because man, because in a lot of ways I'm a performer, like Mm -hmm. it's a game. It's like, it's, it's, it's honestly just like, do I want, uh, are you, what, what's your purpose in this sexual thing? Is it like an, an intimacy thing or is it sex? Because it's two totally different things for me, but, um, I love, I think I love the like chase and all that stuff, maybe more than the actual sex because mm-hmm. oftentimes the sex isn't great, um, uh, or a letdown. And I realize how much, uh, I was thinking that I was using sex as intimacy when it like other people weren't using it that way. Mm, yeah. Or it's not, it's, I think it was like, I was trying to manufacture intimacy without ever having to be truly intimate in my mm. head being like, okay, like that, you know, like that's, that's intimate and that's, but really I, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's something I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah, um, that's a lot of really interesting stuff that you brought up, Um, because, like, the intention of sex, right? It's like, why do we have sex? People can have sex for, like, hundreds of reasons, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Oh, and I gotta say, I'm a horny bitch. I am always, (laughs) I'm so fucking horny all the time. Guys say they're horny and they're always like, and like, I've never met, like, whenever whenever I'm doing like a hetero thing, it's like, I've never met a dude to like keep up, but like, it's all like, it's weird. It's like all they talk about, but really they just, they get watered once and they're good. You're just like, oh, you're actually like a succulent. Like you think this is just because you go so long without it, but like, I actually need it. And like, I get dumb with or without, it's so bad. Like, oh man. It's yeah. Not bad. I, it's yeah, it's not bad, but it's like then then it's like in order to get what you need for the thing, there's like a way about it and like that's you might where be compromising it, some other some of your values and stuff to get it, that sort of thing. 
Yeah, and I've never, like, it's like, for me, if I just want, and I, I had a friend who's like, I've never met someone who just, like, gets so horny at 6 p.m. and just can't do anything until they have, like, I would go to a bar, and I would have to, like, find someone, sleep with them, and then I could continue the night. Like, I would, I just right. couldn't, I was like, I need to just get this over with. It's just bad. It's not how it's not, I feel like I do sex wrong, <laughs> but, uh, and I don't, like, for, and that's the thing, it's like, if I want it now, or if I want it, I'm like, I don't really want to get to know you then. Like, I don't want to know what your sister does for a living. I don't care what your dog's name is. Like, it, it's more likely you'll say something that I'm like, well, now I can't sleep with you. Like, I, how am I going to turn, uh, like, ignore this thing, weird thing that you just said? Like, what right. am I going to have to? So, but. Uh, I mean, that doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, if it's like. Uh, consensual in the way of like hey these are my very specific needs and boundaries surrounding sex and the other person's like okay that's cool like literally we just need to fuck right now and not talk about anything personal and then I'm gonna take off and go about my day um, because that's what I need to do you know and this that's how sex works for me and feels good for me you know what I mean so like that's if it's like you know if you're having sex in an intentional way then it's like that is a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even yeah, if it's think... serving to it's serving you somehow in the moment. Like that's not all necessarily bad even if, you know, there are toxic elements perhaps like coping we cope to survive, you know, and if we need to cope then we cope and that's not a bad thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's the it's, journey. I think I'm just trying to be I think that the serving thing of like what you said is I'm trying to be very mindful of because yeah like I, I there was a point in my life where I was like you know what I'm gonna treat men the way that they treat me and and <laughs> it should be fine because of the patriarchy I should be able to get away with this and it I do I was doing that and it felt very empowering and great but um I wasn't it's like you know like as a lot there's the cliche that like when sex is over, if it's a, if it's like something hetero or even bi, but it's just like, um, someone of the, like, uh, genders, a man and a woman, mm-hmm. uh, the, the moment it's done, we have this like stereotype that the, the dude is just like, Oh my God, thank God I got away with this. Like, he's just trying to get away. Mm-hmm. And like that, and I don't think that they're considering that that's the same for like a woman. Mm-hmm. The, the, there's this like idea that it's like, well, the woman wants to date or it wants something. So, so I was, I was on the, like when I would have a one night stand or anything, I was just like, great, got away with it. Like, I don't want a number. I just want to go on with my life. And because I was never seeing them, I just assumed it was the same case. It's mutual. Yeah. It was mutual. Right. Um, but then like when people do reach out or do try to continue something, I, I, I feel like I became like the bad boy. Like I was very avoidant and want, and I kind of had to face that and, and uh, I like I don't want to I don't want to hurt anyone, and I I don't think that no one should be collateral damage on anyone's coming of age story, and so I'm that's something that I want to be mindful of, and yeah. which I think I that's why I just like if I'm gonna even if it's just sex, I have to like disclaim like what it is for me, um, so that everyone's on the same page, and I I just don't want to be held I don't know is that bad responsible for. I just not in a place to be in charge of people's feelings, and uh, yeah. no. So I just feel like not, I got to pause on the sex to to look out for number one. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's like gender roles you're talking about, right? It's like assuming the gender roles, and yes, yeah, sorry, that's yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, like that. Yeah, it's a stereotype of like, oh, the guy for sure doesn't want commitment, and the girl does. So it's like you make decisions based on that, and it's like, well, hey, if we like even if it is going to be a a really quick hookup or, you know, super casual or whatever, that's why it's extra important to like check in about that stuff because, you know, yes, even dudes want commitment and, you know, even women want commitment free sex and everything in between, you know, like, um, also not only two genders, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just like, it sucks because sometimes these casual or, um, relationships hookups even relationships that are kind of really early in the relationship it's very taboo to like talk about you know your wants needs boundaries right like Mm. because that feels intimate doesn't it that feels like something you don't do until you're 
you know this person and feel safe and comfortable with the person. So it's tough to kind of have those things, even that little conversation of like, hey, I'm really looking to just like get fucked and have a fun time with you and then cut out. Um, You know, I'm not looking for anything long term here. And you know, the person saying what they're looking for. And, you know, if they're like, oh, I don't, you know, that doesn't, that scenario, you know, hasn't worked for me in the past, or I can't see that working for me, then you don't, you know what I mean? You find somebody who's on the same page, but like, it sucks because not a lot of people do that. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people know they can do that or let alone know they maybe should do that just to make sure um, that there isn't collateral damage, like you were saying, you know? Yeah, I think it, it can, maybe it's still, um, like, I thought that the more communication, like, the clearer it can, it, may, it just makes it easier, but yeah, I've also had someone once be like, um, it just felt like a contract, <laughs> which is fair, like, I don't know, I started it by being like, I, this is what I want, like, I want to live my life, I want you to live your life, like, I want us to have our own thing, and mm-hmm. when it happens, it what happens, but then I guess that felt like very... Um, these are the rules yeah and I don't know so there's always like something and that's a thing where you could also you know be like okay well then this doesn't sound like the type of person I want to have sex with then it's because you know for me if someone's telling me oh it's gonna ruin the mood to talk about the sex beforehand I'm like and you are Mm -hmm. not for me because right what I what I do in my life is talk about sex a lot and you know how uh, for me it makes no sense whatsoever that we're just coincidentally going to find each other's spots and know innately like psychically uh what we like in terms of dirty talk and what positions feel comfortable for our bodies like to me it's it's wild to think that we would know all of that about each other. So for me, how I'm trying to maximize this sexual experience so that we both are loving it is that we talk first. You know what I mean? So somebody being like, oh, well, that feels transactional. I'll be like, okay, well, cool. Um, that's not, you don't seem like the person that would be good for me with this then. But that's right. tough. That's tough to say. That's tough stuff to do. Do you prefer, or maybe uh, you can also like both, but the, you know, when you're like uh, that kind of anticipation up to the moment and so, or, and then also having sex, you're just like learning what someone likes. Do you like that kind of figuring it out? Not know, or would you rather ha- like get to the point where you know, and you, I guess that comfortable level of like, is it fun for you to the not knowing and, or is yeah, it the like, yeah. I, I do want to talk about it. I just, I'd rather you just tell me and then we, we all know. Yeah, because like part of the finding it out, that's also communication, right? Communication doesn't just happen beforehand verbally, right? It can be happening in the moment. They're communicating with their body language, you know, like there's um, nonverbal consent that is happening. You know, if you're really paying attention to each other, how each other's responding, you can be listening, you know, not saying anything and be listening and be talking, um, which is really cool as well. Um, But I think... You know, ideally you're having the talk about like just the basics of like, hey, here's things that I really don't do typically in this scenario, you know, maybe with someone I've just met or like just in general. And these are things that I really enjoy in this kind of casual type scenario. I think that's good. And then, you know, you can it can be really quick at first, you know what I mean? And then like while we're having sex then it's like we're finding out more of like the details of all of this right and then you can follow kind of uh what you find what's going what's happening that's pleasurable and then you're like ooh, okay that's interesting that's fun let's do more of that or let's lean into this so i yeah i i think that a bit of both and then talking after ideally um is also important to me to be like what were your favorite parts right if we hooked up again what would be you know, one of the things you'd like to expand on, stuff like that. Yeah, sex is tight. Sex is tight. I'm getting horny here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm super. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you're going to get, you talk about sex, you're going to get horny. It's true. That's the other, it. that is the other fucking thing about it is like negotiation. Like we call it negotiation in, in 
kink world, mm-hmm. right? Negotiation is sexy. Talking about sex is sexy. It doesn't ruin the mood. To me, it enhances the mood. We're talking about the stuff that turns us on. How is that ruining the mood? Like, fuck off if you think that's transactional to talk about it, you know? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and that I don't know if that... I don't... Yeah, I don't think that person thought... If, I don't want to know if I want to use the word transactional, not be, not in a negative because there's anything wrong with it. I just did mm-hmm. just because they didn't use that word and I don't want to put things in their mouth. No, I said that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know 100% how they felt because, like I said, in my eyes, I thought the like that kind of the boundaries or whatever makes it easier. Yeah. But I can understand how it could be confusing if someone's never had, right? It's like, here are the rules, and it's like, we never talk about this. It's just kind of like, figure it out. Um, hmm. So, yeah, it is It is interesting. I am getting horny. I'm <laughs> <Too> upset. <laughs> Uh, and it's, it is, you're right. It is sexy to always hear like, can I kiss you? Ooh, yeah. Cause I, I think people uh, like, yeah, that's a, I th- that, that, that thing of like, oh, why ruin the mood or whatever. But it's like the mood is like when you're asking that, when we're feel like, you, you can feel it. You know, everyone knows fuck me eyes. Everyone yes. knows fuck me eyes. It's like you can sense it. And when you ask that question, yeah, it's a question, which means the answer could always be no, which you have to be okay with. But you're asking it kind of like in a moment where it's like the answer is it's not ruining the mood because you're both feeling it. It's just making sure. I don't know. Yeah, you can be asking stuff and you can ask it like in a sexy way. Like there's there's fuck me eyes and there's also like that fuck me tone of voice, mm-hmm. you know, like it can be dirty talk, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to That's be true. this talk we talk about before. Or it doesn't have to break, you know, okay, okay, hold on, break. I need to ask a question. Yeah. It's like, yeah. ha- you know, ke- use the vibe that's happening and ask it with that energy, you know. Do you have some go-to lines? Do you have your favorite quotes Ooh. that I'm allowed to hear? Ooh, hmm. <laughs> um, well, as far as that goes, um, like when I'm doing professional stuff, um, what I do is... I like to ask questions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I want to, I want to hear what they really want. You know what I mean? And sometimes beforehand, they're not really forthcoming with information. So like, then when we start, like things kind of get hot and heavy. I ask them questions like, have you been looking forward to this? You know, mm. were you thinking about this earlier today? That's good. What were you thinking about happening? You know, what were you picturing when you were going to bed last night with the session today? When you're going to bed last night, you're in your bed. What were you thinking about? Very good. I like AKA, that. AKA, are you horny? Did you jerk off thinking about me? <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> what you was I doing in that little me. head of yours? <laughs> In your fantasy, did you pay me? Did I monetize it? Did I make money? I just want to make sure in your wet dreams, I'm still making money. Yeah. I don't want to conflate like fantasy and reality too hard. In my dreams, I'm still a professional. IRL and in your dreams. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like stuff like that. And like, you know, you saw, you heard how my tone of voice changed too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you could ask all those things sexfully and like. Yeah. I had a friend, asked, uh, we were talking about uh, fuck me eyes the other day and it was mm. like, you know, you can try to do it or you can try to put on the voice, but it's just never the same was in the moment when you're feeling it. I guess actually, no. Sexperts can make it pretty real. <laughs> <laughs> But it takes practice, right? Practice. Like anything, practice makes perfect. So can you? Can you? Uh, oh, I wish we had videos so I could see your sex, your fuck me eyes. <laughs> I got some good ones. I really like to make eye contact, like not for the whole time, you know, but like when I really want something to really sear into them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I'll like grab their face and have them look right at me while I say it. So that's definitely a part of like the dirty talk when I'm like, I really want to just deliver these lines and I want them to really hit. You know what I mean? I like grab their face and have them look right at me while I do it. So I'm for sure making some sort of fuck me eyes or fuck me face or something. 
I love this because not only do I like talking about sex because, again, horny, but (laughs) I... (laughs) Boing! (laughs) But I love talking about it because I love learning new things. Like, with all these... I just love people's... Learning people's moves, what they do, what they... Like, I I think that's why I like having sex, too. I just like to see as much different... I went to the nudie beach yesterday on the island and... I did, too! Oh, you were there? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> oh, 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 I didn't see it either. Uh, it was great, but I was like, man, I I really love just seeing all different types of bodies, all different types of peepees and TTs and like everything. Like, I just uh, like I, I love a good butt, love a good butt, and like mm. they're all great. It's just I like it's nice to see different versions of like everything. Yeah, I'm the same way with sex. Like, the common question for me is, like, people being like, well, what if you get a client that you don't find attractive? I'm like, I find, I want to fuck everyone, honestly. (laughs) I'm like, literally, I can find things. You always find things, you know what I mean? Like, of course, there's the odd person that's a total asshole, and then it's like, oof, he feels a lot more like work on this day. But, like, come on, you gotta have, I guess you don't gotta have, but... I have very diverse tastes as far as like my attraction and stuff. And also I don't necessarily need to be attracted to the person. That's not like an, a boundary of mine that I need that also. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, can I flip the question on you then? What do you have any like go-to lines or moves? For Moves for sure. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got that arsenal, right? But what? Lines? I don't know if I do. Tell me. Really? Yeah. I don't know. What are your moves? What moves? Oh, I mean, like everyone's got like a bag of tricks. Like everyone's got their moves, right? You, you don't you don't know mine, but everyone's got. When you ask me, like, do do I have any moves? It's like, of course, everyone's got moves. <laughs> Tell me one. Um. Okay. I mean, the. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like. Okay. These like. <laughs> Like, it's because like now that I think about it, these are like in my thing for so like I'm just I don't want to say anything that everyone's like oh yeah like I remember asking someone that once and they're like oh I use two hands during oral and it's just like oh okay like I don't want to <laughs> I'm so worried now that I'm gonna say something and everyone's like that's called sex like just <laughs> so. like that's so basic like that yeah that's <laughs> my fear <laughs> a podcast uh, a line that I uh, like that seared into my brain because it kind of came out of nowhere once was when, I, I don't know if the person liked it though, but I uh, you know you like feel the vibes of certain people, so it's like what what do they want to hear or what? Um, so there's one person that I said I'm not the girl you take home to mom, so don't treat me like one. Uh, I, I like it. <laughs> I like it because, like, it plays into this fun kind of bad girl role play, you know, potentially. Yeah, because there's some people who you're like, you will, like, if I feed you this line or, like, you will play the part well or, like, you will yeah. do the thing. So I was like, this this line, like, it, it just comes out because you're like, this is what I want to say to this person. Yeah, and that informs them of, like oh, they want to have sex in this way, perhaps, you know, it's not like super specific of the stuff you want to do. But like, just as a vibe, um, that was you giving them information kind of in that sexy way. You know what I mean? You're like, no, I want to get fucked today. Like, fucked. Yeah, because when you asked me before, like, what kind of sex, I don't know what the exact question was, but it was like, what kind of fucker am I? Um, (laughs) I I like it all kinds of ways. It's just in different, like, sometimes I like it real rough. Sometimes I like it sensual and slow. And so... Depends on the day. In that moment, it's like, I want it rough, but this person will give it to me that way. I might not say that same thing to someone else. I'm Sure. I know I'm making love with some other people. <laughs> it's stupid. perfectly valid whatever There's it looks like. only two ways you're allowed to say. The, Fucking. To say yeah. Making yeah. love. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what is one of your, were you going to say something else I when I interrupted you? When I was no. like, what's one of the moves? You were like. I, th- I feel like you're trying oh. to move on to someone else you're trying to tell me. <laughs> yeah, tell me. <laughs> tell me. I don't know why I'm, it's, I probably sound like I've never had, I sound like a virgin that I'm just, I, I know sex is a construct, but I just like coming on here and being like, tee hee hee hee, like I really am, 
I like said, also I was very shocked at myself when I said like peepees instead of, and TTs instead of. <laughs> I don't know why I've never done that before. I'm just getting so nervous. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not ever nervous talking. I, I love it. I, I'm just horny. <laughs> I'm just horny and nervous. I'm so, I'm so confused. So I can't think. <laughs> I just can't do anything until. I appreciate you so much right now <laughs> and you know what i'm taking a sex break right now so this is getting me oh i'm sorry me yeah this is mad blue then. balls <laughs> mad i have a medical condition aaron my doctor said i'm not allowed to have blue balls <laughs> here's a prescription look super I valid also feel mm-hmm. i don't i feel terrible because i'm all using very like high school terms that, that are so like uh organ based that i don't know i don't think how so. to, okay i think you're great you're great you're doing great it's hilarious and entertaining and on- come on a sex podcast and apologize the whole time no, you know i'm so sorry that i'm bad at sex and i know nothing no no you know what though like to be real on that topic for like one second like i think it's super important to talk to people because i have a lot of like professionals and stuff on my podcast right i think it's really important to break that up once in a while with people who you know are not in the sex industry are not sex perts you know per se are not sex educators i think it's really important to hear from folks that are like eh, i'm figuring this out or i'm struggling with this or like whatever you know what i mean like I, I really value those See, here's where I disagree guests. with you, Aaron. I am a sex expert. I <laughs> will there. call okay. myself. I know everything yep. there is to know about sex. You know what? I wouldn't want to call you a stoner, but I did call you, I did call you that you're not a sex expert. I apologize. <laughs> you're right. I shouldn't have put those words in your mouth. Wait, do you want to call me a stoner? Is that... Like, I didn't call you a stoner. I should have. I wanted to, <laughs> but I didn't. It's funny that lately... <sighs> I don't know why I'm getting I, I think it's because no one's ever used the term stoner with me or I don't know but lately people have and I don't know why I'm getting shocked because the only thing I talk about is weed well, and you talked a lot about weed yeah <laughs> I know I know and am I I don't I know what would you prefer oh no the labels again oh, oh I yeah right <laughs> oh, don't put no. that on you oh, <laughs> you oh, smoke God. weed sometimes a, a great gal That's uh what yeah we'll I say. guess uh, yeah <laughs> And also you're a great I'll, I'll, I don't know what I'm fighting. It's like every, every night I just want to smoke weed and watch Jackass. So it's like truly nice. like, what do you like to be like? No, I'm not like that. It's like, yeah, it's, that's the only thing you are like. That's all you want to do. Smoke weed, watch Black Mirror by yourself. And it's fine. Yep. Write in your diary. That sounds lovely. I know. It's, I love it. I am. A, you know what? Hey, world. I'm here on the Bedpost podcast. To ad- voice I have right something now. to announce. I got something to say, and you're and you're all gonna listen to me say it. I love sex and cannabis, and I'm not ashamed to say I am a sex expert. <laughs> Aaron is not, but I am. I uh, yeah, I do. I like sex a lot. <laughs> is, that what the, is that the question? Do you like sex? Because yes. Just a, a quick Who yes or no question. Fuck? Do you like sex? <laughs> yeah. All right. Credits roll. Podcast over. <laughs> Inception noise. Do you like sex? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or the Larry David. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm charging my vibrator. <laughs> yeah. Do you use toys? I do. I need more. I only have one. And, uh, it's one? Just ex- I know. I know. And there's so many I want. Mm. What do you think? What are you eyeballing? What do you think about? I want that, the, like, cl- the clit, the one that's, like, Fuck you know, yeah. like, the vacuum. Can yeah, I have I a recommendation for you if you're going to get one? Yes. Get yes, the Satisfier Pro 2. That is my Okay, that's the one I've been, yeah, people have been telling me about the Satisfier. Satisfier Pro 2, specifically. It's so fucking good, and I've tried uh, two other ones, and I just want to throw them out and get another Satisfier Pro 2. Do it. Yeah. They're also not that expensive. The other ones were more expensive and sucked more, as in 
not the air pressure technology. But I know. PlayStations are like $500. And this is like for, this is uh, a basic need. This is lizard brain needing to get fed. So yep. I should invest in it. I should. And I also, I've never been into dildos, but a friend was telling me about uh, a dildo lately. And the way that they were talking about it, I was like, oh, that is what I, because I never insert the vibrators. Uh, yeah, like if, I if, if, if someone is, uh, if I'm, it's, if I'm with someone and they're using it on me, then they do. But mm. I just do clit action. And so, mm. But it's like, like I miss riding sometimes, and so yeah, mm-hmm. there were what it sounded like. I was like, that's pretty good. Also, I, I, I don't think I've ever done anal. So I think, and then someone was telling you about you don't think I know ever, I, I know. Isn't think. that a wild <laughs> statement? You would know. It's uh, I don't know. Maybe I, okay, you don't know. I no. I'd say no. I just remember that it's something that I've always wanted to try. And so I remember one time having sex with someone and they kept on disclaiming that they had a small penis, Okay. which I wouldn't have even like, so yeah, I would say, I see, I see the situation now. Yeah. You know, exactly. You're just like, okay, well if it's, if it's as small as you claim it to be, then maybe I can try this. We did have anal. Yeah. But I feel like I'd still know. I don't. It wasn't that small. Not that there's anything wrong with it being small. I just. Nope. Oh no! I have to do it back in my loop. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's appropriate and not. No. But I. I don't think so. I don't think I. I would know, right? You would know. You would maybe. It was know. a long time. Ago. Yeah, I would know. Baby, no. That was a funny experience too because. Um, so I had moved to Australia with a friend or I moved there and then a friend came later and we were sharing uh-huh. a bed and she was very like, you can't have sex in this share because I sleep in the bed. You can't have sex unless you wash the sheets. Yeah. And I went on a, a really bad date once. And for me, I was like, the only way to make up for this terrible date is to have sex. So I had terrible sex in our <laughs> shared bed. Uh, and she, and my friend came home like essentially as soon as like he was still there oh, no. yeah. and and the, and it was nighttime so the laundromats were closed and so oh, shit. yeah so we had this big like i had to be like get out the back way and then apologize to my friend and and she was like i don't really want to live with you anymore and so i had to be like i'm so sorry it'll never happen again if it does you could not be my friend but as the trip went like we were still living together things were not good and i had a lot of like resentment or i don't know yeah, stuff didn't like. know how to deal with it uh, when i was mad at her and one time i took someone home oh so uh, then we moved in with uh, we still shared a bed but we moved in with a couple other people okay. and one of the other people said like i know i know your friend won't let you s- have sex in your bed so you can use mine like whenever Aww. you want to have sex i know isn't oh that so the, ni- the nicest person is like don't even need to go to laundromat i'll sleep on these sweaty sheets after words you can use my bed for sex very kind very very kind uh, also not so kind and not needed didn't need to do that <laughs> but one time i uh brought someone home it's funny because i was trying to wing person this this person to that person who offered me their bed but they didn't want them so i was like i'll take it <laughs> and went home had sex in my friend's bed not the one the shared bed the friend's bed but there was like so we did it like three times and it was like you know what? I want to do it once more, but I want to do it in the other bed. Like just to spite my friend for yeah. no reason, just yeah. cause I was a little asshole was like, you know, we already, I already respected their wishes, but now I'm not. <laughs> so, so went and had sex in the shared bed just to do it for, and wasn't ever going to tell them. So like, and, and this person doesn't know what's going on either. So this is just a dumb, this weird is a you thing. This is a me <laughs> thing that I've worked through. <laughs> I'm, be- I'm better now. <laughs> This was years ago. I should really like ages ago. Um, but then uh, day days later, and this is how messy the person I was sharing the bed was with, uh, was that like days later, they were, uh, I was in the kitchen and they were in the bedroom and all I hear is, Roche, what's this? And they come out of the bedroom and they're holding a pair of men's underpants. And it's it was the dudes that I had slept with. Uh, I also, like, you left without your underwear? <laughs> what? Yeah, how? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> how fast do you want to, ooh, this, my, these jeans feel bad against my balls. But I don't care. I got to get out. So left without his underwear. This, my friend finds it. 
and in that moment, man, my heart sank because I was all I was thinking about was that speech I gave, being like, "I promise I'll never do it again, and you could stop being my friend, and you don't yeah. have to. Then I'll I'll move out." So, but I, I luckily we had an ensuite in the bathroom, and in the moment I said, "Oh, they used them," because she know I went home with them. I said, "Oh, they used the shower. They must have." Left thrown their underwear and left it in her apartment and and <laughs> my friend believed it and i got away with it until i brought it up on our podcast until now in real time but yes that <laughs> that was the worst thing i ever did that was the question you asked right yeah in what, what ways are worst? you in, yeah <laughs> the worst thing you've ever done you know what roche you heard it here first there roche. are worse things there are oh, worse I know. things I, yeah you're fine <laughs> Um, and I didn't even monetize it. I didn't oh, even shit, the worst part. <laughs> money from it. Ah! I think your pee-pee went in my butthole and I didn't even make a dollar. <laughs> or I didn't know. I also didn't know. Um, <laughs> Still have to pay, though. Wasn't sure. Still have to pay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Still charging. <laughs> Roche, okay. I, um... I know you gotta, you really gotta go to go you, masturbate. No, you, so I'm gonna so let you go. Okay, okay. Um, I was like, you know, I don't have to go nowhere. And then you remind me. I was like, oh yeah, I'm horny. Oh, no, I do. I do. I gotta go fuck I myself. <laughs> so can you tell us um, where we can find your podcast and where, if you want people to follow you on socials and whatnot, where we can do that? I don't want people to follow me on social. If anything, unfollow Great. me, please. Great. And uh, <laughs> listen to Boys, Boys, Boys. Anyway, listen to podcasts. Also, Five Things Podcasts. Um, apparently, there's like a, a, a professional Five Things Podcast, like maybe a Comedy Central kind of thing. It's not that one. I wish. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> don't direct traffic over there. They're yeah. like, ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> Bad Dogs, Five Things Podcast. Uh, anywhere else you can find podcasts. And that's me, baby. Awesome. Okay, for me, I am at the Lady Pim One on Twitter. That's for sure where I'm most active. But if you must go on over to Instagram, I'm at the Bedpost Podcast and at the Lady Pim. Uh, we have a Patreon for this podcast. It's called the Bedpost Show. We have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Monetize, monetize, monetize. Uh, our YouTube is also the Bedpost Show. And then I never like to go an episode without thanking the lady that does all the original music for the podcast. It's Stephanie Copeland. You can find out more about her at Steph Copeland Music. Roche Abdullah, this has been a blast, baby. Thank you so much for taking the time to with me today. Oh my gosh, you're so fun. Thank you, Aaron, for having me. It Love you. Lovely. Love everyone else. Yeah. Who wants to fuck now? Come on over to 525 Ooh, Richmond West. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Postal code M5B. <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. So